All righty. Welcome, everybody, to the Florida State League Radio Network. You're here with a very, very special guest today, Mr. Friend Chris today is here with us today. Say hello to all the fine Florida State League Radio Network viewers here on all over on on um on Spotify, on iTunes, and on any other Google Plays. I believe we have it on as well. Say hello. Hello to all the Florida State League fans, no matter if you're from Florida or not. Yeah, yeah. So, very excited to have you with us. This is your first time on the podcast, so very excited to have you with us. Of course, everybody, Happy New Year. This is the first uh, podcast of the new year, so very, very exciting to be here with you guys today. A little bit of Florida State League news uh, to talk about here. The first kind of, I would say, big news, um, if I were to say so myself, is uh, Ken Carson, the Florida State League president, has just announced um, that he will be retiring after the 2019 season. Now, right. Chris, I I don't believe, I know you're not familiar with this at all, but kind of big news because we will be getting a new president at the end of the 2019 season to start a new year. What do you think about it? Ken Carson only been a president for I believe since 2016, since uh, the uh, old president left after 2015. So only a two year, uh, a three year stint in the Florida State League. What do you think about it? Well, new presidents, sometimes it's like you don't like what's leaving, but sometimes they bring good things. Now, mm-hmm. I'm not familiar with, you know, the president or anything like you were saying, but one thing I am familiar with is that uh, Formula One got new presidents and they turned everything around mm-hmm. on the social media site and now everybody on social media knows about Formula One. So maybe the same thing will happen about Florida State League. The new president may get other people interested in being a part and being fans and stuff too. So I think it'll be good for the sport. And, and Ken Carson, very, very great man. He did a ton in the league. He was, he worked with the Toronto Blue Jays organization. He was with the Dunedin Blue Jays. So he was definitely a big factor. He served as a vice president. He was on the board of trustees. He was a very, very, I would say big, um, big, big, uh, He was a very big inspiration to the Florida State League, and uh, I just wanted to say thank you, uh, thank you, Mr. Carson, for your uh, your work that you did in the league, and we are very excited to have a new one. But we're also gonna hope that uh, and that you do good in your future endeavors. So, uh, Ken Carson, thank you. And the funny thing is, at the bottom, they they wrote down on the bottom that he had eight children and twenty three grandchildren. So, oh uh, my, that family loves to get it on. Oh, uh, that's got to be a rough Christmas. I feel bad for you, Ken. I'm so sorry. But he's anyway, the president. It's okay. Yes, he is the president. So he's got cash a, a little bit. And he worked for the, again, he worked for the Blue Jays for 38 years, which is incredible. That's just amazing. Uh, of course, this will be his final season. He'll be crowning one more champ uh, here left to go in the season. Now let's get into some other things here. Um, the next thing is I'm going to, I'm going to, I want to talk to you, Chris. Who do you believe is going to be your top three teams in the minor in the Florida State League season? It's going to be a really interesting season. I, I'm really excited. Of course, the baseball season just around the corner. Spring training begins in February. Uh, I believe it's on Valentine's Day again this year. Um, so very again, very very close. Only about a month away. Who do you have as probably your early top three favorites 
to win the Florida State League Championship. There's a couple good teams. Of course, Fort Myers winning it last year. They beat Daytona, a very, very good Daytona team last year. Who do you have winning? Who do you like? Who do you have winning, and who do you think your dark horse is going to be this year to win it all? Okay, yeah. uh, so I'll let you know who I think is going to win. I, I believe in the Stone Crabs this year, the Tampa Bay. I think Tampa Bay is doing something special, mm-hmm. and they weren't far off from last year either. So mm-hmm. that's the thing. And, and I do believe Charlotte's very good. I believe with Brandon McKay coming in middle of the season, exactly. very very good. Their pitching staff is very good too. I think they're going to be a team to be reckoned with. But, but, I think that this Daytona team is so good that I think Daytona has got to be the favorite. You look at their team from top to bottom, and it is very good. The pitching staff is, I wouldn't say it's a lights-out pitching staff, but it is definitely a good pitching staff. But just listen to the batting Listen to the bats in the lineup. Ebondel Isabel, the literally, like, literally was a batting champion last year. Had like 39 home runs. He was killing it last year. Tyler Stevenson, one of the uh, guys who are in the red system, who is one of their prospects. Taylor Trammell, who was literally in the, um, what is it called last year? The, um, what is it? Um, In the, world versus usa game in the futures game um courtney hawkins a very good player michael beltre alfredo rodriguez uh Al- it, it, this is a team that is literally ready to score do i think they have the pitching staff i think they do in certain locations but this team is built to win a and they are going to cause havoc in this league i tell you it's a very very good lineup it's scary i don't want to face it if i'm a pitcher so that is my, that is my like. I think they're gonna win this year. Now, who is your dark horse on the season? I want to know. Okay. It's gonna be interesting. All right. Well, I'm going with the ex Tanner Murphy team, the Florida Fire Frogs. Wow! After a rough, season. I know they're like the worst team in the league, but that's what a dark horse is. All it takes is one year to turn it around. Hmm. That is a very it's interesting pick, and I, and, and I think Florida could surprise people. But I have a feeling, I, I Jupiter, I think, I said to myself at the start of last season, I said this to myself, that Jupiter, the Hammerheads, were going to be a team to watch out for. And I believe that this year they will be a team to watch out for. I think they could be a dark horse and find a way to get it done. Though I still do like Fort Myers. I just think that we're, they're going to lose Royce Lewis. They're going to lose Alex Kirkloff, which is going to kill them when they get to the playoffs because those are their literally their two best prospects but not only that their two best players that is why they won the championship last year because they had those two I think this Jupiter team is very good you got Mackenzie Mills who's a very very good pitcher you know coming in he just got traded uh he got traded last year in the Justin Bohr trade so again you're gonna you have Andrew Mackenzie Mills the pitching staff is very good even hitting, they got some guys on here who I could see do well, like Micah Brown, uh, J.C. Millen, uh, uh, who else on here? Corey Bird, Tristan Pompey. I think it's going to be an interesting team. Watch out for Jupiter uh, coming up. I think they could do well. They've done well in the first half, so if I think they would have to win a first-half spot to get in. But if I think they can do it, I think they have the roster to do it. I just believe oh. in Diddler and Braxton Davidson for the – 
fire frogs if you mm-hmm. even know who those people are i do i remember okay I, yeah like yes. i think they davidson has a big bet and you know did the he even he made the all-star i believe mm-hmm. i think so yeah so yeah i mean they now, have little pieces that may work now the next thing we're going to talk about this is more of kind of a prediction thing so the well again another prediction here uh so last year uh, was the of course the All Star game was in Tampa last year where the Tarpons play. Uh, Tarpons are just renaming themselves last season to the Tarpons from the Yankees, which has been their really long time name. Of course, the Tarpons, a very iconic name in the Tampa world, according to baseball wise. Um, but the real thing is, they're they they haven't announced yet where the All Star game is going to be this year. Now I will go to I will tell you what the last three years are, so then you won't pick something in the last three years. Because I believe that they won't be going back to some place that they've been recently. You know what I'm saying? I don't think you're going to go to a pl- – I don't think you're going to – you're not going to definitely go to Tampa again next, you know, the next year. So the last three years were Tampa, of course, last year, as I said. The year before that, it was Lakeland. And then the year before that, it was Fort Myers. And then the year before that was St. Lucie. Where do you think – that the uh, I will I will tell you the stadiums in each team where they play. Which teams do you think will be hosting the All Star Game? Now there are a couple teams. There are two teams in here that have never hosted an All Star Game, at least to, that I know of, uh, which will be Daytona, where they play at Jackie Robinson Ballpark, and Florida. And I will go through real quick and tell you each team. So Clearwater, of course, plays at Spectrum. Dunedin, they play at uh, Dunedin Stadium. Charlotte plays at the Charlotte Sports Complex. Um, Fort, or not Fort Myers, Bradenton, they play at Lecom Park. And um, Palm Beach and Jupiter, they share stadium. They play at um, Roger Dean Stadium. And then St. Lucie plays at, uh, they play in, uh, I don't know what they play in. First energy, oh, first data field, that's it. Where do you think that the All Star Game will be held at this year? Uh, I just have a feeling that it's because Spectrum Field is like a really nice field. I just yeah, it is very nice, and I they think, haven't hosted. I think it'd be funny if they had a home run derby at Dunedin because you know outfield. But... They actually did have one. They had one a couple years ago. Dunedin, wow, <laughs> back in 2012. Yeah, that must have been really rough for home run derby. Because if you're a fan and you're trying to catch home run balls. You're not trying to catch foul balls. Yeah. yeah. It, it, you know what? I have a feeling Dunedin next year will get it because I don't know if you heard. Uh, actually, this is also another big news. Dunedin has announced that they will be renovating the stadium. Mm-hmm. Very big news. They will be getting outfield seats for next season. So Dunedin fans, get ready. You guys will be getting outfield seating. I am very excited. I'll be definitely going to go check out the stadium when they get outfield seats because it's a big deal. They've had no outfield seating, which has, if you're a ball hawker or a person like me who likes collecting balls or whatever, it's really annoying when you don't have any outfield seating and you just see balls getting flown over the wall and you're like, oh, I want to go get that, but I can't because there's no outfield seating. And it's like you just go back there either. Yeah, it's all fenced off. So, again, very exciting news there for Dunedin. But who do you think will be getting the All-Star game? Just tell me uh, straight up. Who do you think? Oh, you think Spectrum? Yeah. I think Spectrum's a good stadium. I, and I actually have a feeling they might do it just because. Here's the only issue with 
Dunny or Daytona and stuff. I believe that Daytona, uh, I believe just this Daytona Stadium is way too small. Um, you know, Daytona just ha- doesn't have a big stadium. So I believe that Daytona, you know, they are, uh, they, I just, I don't think, I don't don't think Daytona has a big enough stadium. So that's why I believe Daytona could not really host an all-star game. I think it would be a good stadium to host it at though, because, you know, they would have like, you know, they would have like a good, you know, you know, because of Jackie Robinson's presence in the area and they could do a lot of stuff with that and all that. They could host like, you know, they could have a lot of stuff, both, you know, that goes with the Jackie Robinson tie-ins. But I actually think that Florida is going to host, the Fire Frogs will be hosting this year. You know, coming into the league uh, two years ago, yet to host an all-star game. I think this is a perfect time to do it. There's really, every other team has hosted one except Daytona, but I just don't think Daytona has a stadium to do it because it's a very small stadium and they don't really have a lot of seating in there. So I honestly have to say that Florida might have the best shot at getting it. Um, that or Clearwater, as you said, uh, because I just think it's a, you know, it's a newer, you know, again, it's not a newer stadium, but I do believe it's a very good stadium. And I could even see them picking where the Braves used to play, where the Disney World is even as just kind of like a joke stadium. Disney, I don't know if they want to joke as a, uh, all-star game. Well, a bit, I, I could see that being like a thing. Like maybe they don't pick, you know, they pick the fire frogs to host kind of like how a couple of years ago, um, the, uh, the Brooklyn Nets and the, you know, uh, what is it? The Knicks, they hosted the all-star game. Like the all-star game was really hosted at Madison square garden, but all the festivities happened in Brooklyn. I could see that happen where it's hosted by the fire frogs, but they play it at, or, uh, where the, you know, Braves affiliate play, you know, the Braves spring training. Yeah, I guess I could see that happening too. Like, it's like, I just don't, I, I like their stadium, but I just don't see the stadium like an all-star feel. But that's just my opinion. Again, I think it's either Florida or Clearwater also, again, has a very nice stadium. I think they could definitely host an all-star game. Of course, if they do host the all-star game, I would definitely. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. I will be <laughs> going to the all-star game because that is a very big deal. Yeah, I just want to go to a home run derby. <laughs> Yeah, just I've never been to a home run derby. Never. So I don't be, care if it's cool single A or anything. Yeah, I don't really care. It's the same, you know, concept. So, uh, I believe that is it. Uh, other than, I guess I should I should ask you, what do you think about the Dunedin Stadium thing about them uh, having seats? It's definitely good that they're getting them because they do need them. Mm-hmm. I don't. I, I've never do. been to it's, a stadium, it's... so I don't really have an opinion on it. I mean, I know there are other stadiums that, you know, don't have seating and stuff in the outfield and stuff, but, I mean, their stadium has been around so long, you know, and stuff that, like, I understand how some stadiums don't have seating, like, Daytona Stadium doesn't have outfield seating because they're trying to keep it, like, a classic, historic, that, honestly, guys, Daytona Stadium is, like, the Fenway Park of, you know, of the Florida State League. It's been around for, like, ages. It's not one of these new fancy stadiums, you know. It's like the Fenway Park of uh, Florida State League stadiums. They try and keep it as historic as possible, but they've also renovated it by adding a new scoreboard last year, which was very exciting because it's actually really nice. I got to see pictures of it. So, all righty. I believe that is it. I just want to say thank you, Chris, for joining us. No problem. It was uh, very exciting time with you. 
And uh, I believe that is it. So thank you guys for listening in to the Florida State League Radio Network. We will see you next time as the season is getting underway. Happy 2019 to all you guys. And we will see you in our next podcast. Thank you.